0: Property Management Madness. Property management is crazy. So let's talk about it. Pull up a seat, pull up a drink. We'll wait while you get ready. Okay, I'm your host, Shauna,
1: And I'm your co-host, Jay. And today we're going to be talking about the differences between what I do and what you do, Shauna. So the differences between single family management and tax credit and HUD property management. Okay. So uh, today we have a special guest. That's Melanie here. And uh, Melanie, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us what you do and a little bit about your background.
0: Yeah, we know who you are. So tell tell the audience (laughs) who you are.
2: Hello, audience. I'm Melanie. I am a service coordinator for a HUD low-income, handicapped, senior, disabled community. So basically what I do is problem solve. Any problem you could think that a resident may have you know, I assist them. So it could be something far as least recertification, or it could be that they're behind under DTE consumer energy bills, or it could be that they need to renew their Medicaid, Medicare, things like that. Um, it could be food assistance, so Focus Hope, Meals on Wheels, local food banks, so it's just a whole bunch of stuff. It's kind of sitting there and you never know what your day is going to be because you never know who's going to walk in and what they're going to need. So kind of thinking quick on your feet, you know, just to be ready for whatever
1: comes in the door. Oh, That's really inter- interesting because we don't have anything like that in single family. I mean, I would love to have something like that. I need somebody to kind of coordinate everything and get somebody to pay their DT bills or help them pay their DT bills. Right. I mean, um, you know, there are times where we can point people kind of in the right direction to go. You know, maybe you can go here to get some help or you can go here to get some help, but we don't have anything like that. So it's really hard when we have somebody that's behind and all they have is repercussions and right. no assistance. Well, yeah, we talked industry. about that
0: on one of our previous episodes. Like if a resident, you know, in conventional, housing is struggling and they ask their property manager like, hey, I can't pay my rent. I lost my job. You know, we can usually give them a list of resources, but that's a lot different than like what you do because you're there. Yeah. So like especially so Melanie, she's at my property and it's amazing. That, you know, when somebody is just like, hey, you know, I, I'm struggling here uh, or you know, I, I got this letter. And and sometimes it's just as simple as, hey, I get this letter in the mail i don't know if this is a scam or not and you know oh, the service coordinators it's I, that's really important for especially like for in the, the senior seniors. community because yes. they're
1: really easy for someone to take advantage of them i know it used to happen to my mom all the time yeah
0: absolutely and it's just something as little as that and like you know the service coordinators be like okay here let me let me take a look and it could just be something as simple as that i mean how often melanie do you get something easy like that versus like what What's, like, the most difficult thing that you deal with? Because you deal with, like, like you said, like, everything. You never it, know what's going to walk in the door. Yeah, it's
2: everything. I deal with those letters um, a good amount. I have a couple people that always come down, and they're like, I get this letter in the bill. Is this valid? Or they have a check, and they're like, I need to cash this. But what happens is that it's some type of health insurance company that gives them this, like, $10 check, oh. and then it makes yep. them switch uh. over and yeah, then and they have you issues with oh their health you, insurance. Uh, you want
0: to transfer, yeah. That, and I mean that could change, like whether or not somebody's medications or doctors are covered at that point.
2: Yeah. What happens is when their insurance switches over there, so usually a thirty-day gap, which means that they don't have any health insurance or they can't get their medication. Yeah. So it's just making those residents be aware that hey, if that comes to you, ask questions. Don't sign up. For things, because you see a check, right? You know, so getting them to be aware, you know, more most often, I get more people that you know have issues as far as um, needing to be on a low income plan or a senior plan for mm-hmm. their DTE and their consumer energy because their bills yeah. are so high. Right. So we deal with a lot of that. I've dealt with people that come and wait to the last minute and have shut off notices. And I'm like, why did you wait this late? You know, technically that's a violation of the terms of their lease if it gets shut off. So I try to make sure I deal with it before they get in shut off status.
1: So you are trying to help them before it becomes a bigger problem or a lease violation or anything like that. Yeah. So like, I know exactly what you're talking about because, it used to happen, like, Shauna, you you knew my mom, and it used to happen with my mom all the time. Yep. You know, those solicitors would call or something would come in the mail, yep. and, you know, they she wouldn't know what was going on. She would, yeah. yeah, she would think, oh, you know what, I, I need to change my insurance. This says I need to change my insurance. So she would call and go through everything, change her insurance, and then it would, like, completely mess everything up. And then yeah. she wouldn't have the coverage that she had before so i think like having somebody like you especially in the kind of community you guys work for to help your senior residents through that and the process like that that's a huge plus that's a huge gain for your community yeah, yeah um, we don't have anything like that yeah
2: yeah i absolutely agree yeah we we help them with that and we help them with so much uh, you know other things so it could be just basic things where they don't know how to work their cell phones. So I have a lot of people that come down with their cell phones, their Technologically laptops.
0: Technologically challenged. Yeah,
2: technically cha- challenge. So what happens is I will take the time to sit down and show them how to do it. Some of them have cell phones and their government phones where they have to make one call a month or the phone will be cut off. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't even know how to dial out. And they have lost that... Um, that it's free, called that ACP. Free phone. Yeah. Yeah. So they lose that. So making sure to remind them of that, and just encouraging them too to do activities that the building has, um, and different activities. Like for instance, I just set up a trip for September the twenty ninth for them to go back to the DIA. Yeah. That was something that we did a couple months back, and it was a big hit. Um, and they really enjoyed it. So. So now, you know, we're going to take them back out this time. We'll take about 35 people instead of 25.
0: Oh, that will be nice.
2: Yeah. So just doing that and then we have presenters come in that help them with health insurance, um, pharmacies that come in. We've had um, Department of Health and Human Services come in and do presentations for them, too. So we just try to make sure that, you know, they still have health insurance, that they still have their SNAP food benefits, mm-hmm. things like that, just making sure their day-to-day needs are taken care of.
1: See, in the single-family industry, I would love to eventually get to the point where I could have somebody like that on staff Yeah, that could assist with those kind of things. Because really in my industry, it's like we just deal with having to deal out the repercussions of your utilities getting shut off and things because we are you know we don't have anybody that does that or you know you're on your own as a tenant because we're just a single family company that just manages properties for a multitude of different owners and everything like that right so we don't have anyone when a tenant comes to me and says well you know i'm sorry my water has been off for months and i've been using like bottled water and stuff but when i go to a property there's not a lot I can do about that. All I can say is you need to pay your water bill or I'm paying it and adding it to your ledger because, you know, it's going to get added to the owner's taxes. Right. And, you know, if I had somebody like that on staff that could help point, you know, a tenant in the right direction of this is who you need to talk to. They can help you get this paid. They can do this. They can do that. Excuse me. Sorry. That would be like a, game changer in some in some aspects of what I do.
0: Well, yeah, especially if you have somebody that that specializes in that. Yeah. That's what they do. So it's not just you googling. Let let me google it for you. Yeah. But it's not just you googling, you know, the answer for somebody. It's that, you know, there's an expertise that goes with it and you know that they're in the right hands. And I I do think that it's made a huge difference for me even as a community manager because you know my scene. You know I, I manage a senior property, so uh, the median age I would say, um, it's about like I think I said 72, 73. Mm-hmm. We have a, a little bit of an older community. They yeah, can start moving in. Lot, yeah, different. they can start moving in at sixty two, but we do have a little bit of an older community, and some people don't know how to use their cell phones, and especially with HUD, there's a recertification that has to take place. Yeah, every single year, and. It's, it can be very difficult to get people to comply because they don't necessarily know how to reach out and get a social security letter. Yeah. Or how to reach out and get like a printout for their whole life insurance. Mm-hmm. And I'm on the other end, same as you. I say, well, you need to comply. If you don't comply, you're now paying. Yeah, you're going to lose, you're, you're, you're you're gonna gonna lose Yeah, You're going to lose And I don't want to do that. But, that's, you know, that's my job. At the end of the day, this is a business and this is rent and this is how it works. So having somebody that I can, you know, make a service referral for and say, here, you know, Melanie, can you take a look at this and help her or him through this, call Social Security? I mean, and you guys, right, you sit on the line with them.
2: Yeah, we sit on the line. The last person I had, it took 45 minutes for us to get through and we just sat there and, I'm, you know, we told them, is said, we need a benefit letter. So, yeah, we, ha- we have that. And then the issue, too, with bank statements.
0: Oh, so some yeah. people
2: have online bank accounts where they're able to log in. And I actually c- will connect that to our printer so that they can print up the bank statements. So our office is set up where the Wi-Fi, once they come in, it can connect to their device, and they can automatically print up their documents.
1: So
0: that, See, that's awesome
1: like that yeah. like in my industry it's just not a thing like we do have tenants that have like things like section a or a third party that pays their rent yeah for i want to talk about that, that too
0: because even you know in that that third party voucher yeah. section a that you handle in conventional housing they still don't have that yeah like they don't have even
1: in that yeah. we still don't have a coordinator that helps people with that right so when we get the letter saying, you know, the tenant hasn't provided the information to get their recertification, there's not, like, a lot I can do except reach out to the tenant and say, hey, you need to contact your worker and get this information because yeah. your rent is going to get abated. Right. And when the rent is abated, the tenant becomes responsible for that full rental amount. Like, yeah. the amount doesn't change, but the amount of their responsibility changes. So right say the rent is six hundred dollars you know a tenant with a section eight voucher could be responsible for zero dollars of that and section eight pays all of it or they could be responsible for like ninety dollars of it yeah but if they don't complete that certification and get all 600. of their information over to them yeah they're responsible for that entire rental amount right and when it gets abated because they didn't provide the information section eight isn't going to go back and pay the back rent once they they recertify they don't pay that nope so now the tenant is on the hook for this rent money that is due to the owner because you know like you said it's a business yep and the owner of the property is looking to get paid for the rent that's due to them and there's nothing i can really do to help with that
0: Yeah. absolutely absolutely
1: and it's it's not a fun conversation it's not a fun thing to do to enforce all of that but i mean it is what it is sometimes because we don't have anybody like that in our industry
0: yeah well and because so we get we have the service coordinators at my property we have two um so melanie you want to talk about a little bit more how does a property become eligible for it how do you get a service coordinator? Like, how does the program, like, how does it work? Well, it's a grant program. So
2: that particular location needs to have a grant written, um, and then it's submitted. And then if it's approved, then based upon the size of that property, it will determine if they get one or two service coordinators. Okay,
0: so it's a a grant that that is for everything.
1: For those kind of grants. Is that only for like properties like yours that are like senior living kind of properties where you have a certain amount of people in this age demographic. Like say with my, I do single family, it's all ages. It can be anybody. So do I have to have a certain amount in a certain demographic to be able to apply for a grant like that?
2: No, they they don't. In fact, there are some sites that have grants and they don't have seniors. So some are family housing, just strictly families, and there are no seniors involved. So it just depends, you know, on, I think, too, the ownership of that property. There okay. are also some buildings that we have. There's some, like in Walled Lake, that are actually the owner of that property is a nonprofit. Yeah. So it's a different side to that, too, when okay. it's a nonprofit. I but have a, a follow-up
1: question um so does it does it have to be only for people that are on some kind of assistance already say i have tenants that are low income but they're not on an assistance voucher or anything because i have apartment buildings where the rent is five to six hundred dollars a month or less but yeah or less yeah but you know the people they're low income they don't make great money so they are you know, still struggling paying utilities or paying their rent at times. Do they have to already have some kind of voucher or assistance for no, the, so to apply I for No, so I think
2: this? the community itself is how the community is listed. So it could be that that com- community is like a senior community, it could be a community that's a family community, you know, but also I think like low
1: income. Okay. So okay. if it's on a low income basis. Okay because yeah, like it just you know wheels are spinning in my head yeah. <laughs> about like all because we have so many tenants that, that need help you know they get behind things yeah. happen you know especially with the pandemic we went through and people are like to this day yeah. people are still recovering yeah and you know oh. they sometimes you have to make the choice between paying rent or paying utilities or buying food and you know it's yeah Sometimes the renter utilities take the back burner, and people get behind. Yeah. yeah, and it's sad, but it's true. And you know, in my industry, there's not a lot of things we can do other than say, you know, you need to reach out to some places, go and Google something, find somebody to help you. Yeah, because we just we don't have that.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like I said, that's that's been a, a real eye opener. So especially when I first got to first got to my property. And they're like oh yeah there's service coordinators i'm like what, what the a hell lot of they? them are
1: like what are that yeah i was yeah, like you know what the, what what the, the hell do they, they do about a service <laughs> coordinator because you know like like you all know i worked in single family and shauna used to work yeah. with me and she went to work there and when they would talk about oh our service coordinator i'm like what the heck are you talking about yeah i don't even yeah. know what you're talking about yeah. yeah
0: yeah i was like so what do they do yeah and they do <laughs> There's a
2: thing where a lot of people don't clearly understand what service coordinators are. Sometimes I've been told they think we just sit in our office and do nothing. And I'm like, you know, just because you come in my office and you see that there's no one there doesn't mean that I'm not working. Yeah. So we do different programs. Like I have one, um, which is the senior co- companion program. So oh, that, right, yeah, that just came to our property. I'm really excited about yeah, that. Yeah. So, it's been a lot of me managing that, getting it together, making sure people have background checks, matching people mm-hmm. with other people in the building, you know, if they don't have transportation. If a resident who is a companion has a car, they can go out and service anyone in Macomb County as long as they're a senior handicapped or disabled individual. Mm-hmm. And that program, that companion gets a stipend. It's not a whole bunch of money, but it does add up, it's something. And then it also helps them to get out. It helps the person that they're serviced to have that interaction. So we do have some matches in the building. So I have been doing that. I have a meeting next week with two new residents that are starting the program on the 21st and they're matched with people in the building also. So it's a lot of work that goes into that because I'm reaching out to the residents. Hey, do you want a companion? And then the other other side is, Hey, do you want to be somebody's companion? Right. And just getting them together. So that's a big program for me because what I want to do is pull the residents out that are in their apartments and not coming out.
1: That, Mm -hmm. that like, yeah, like that kind of tugs at my heartstrings a little bit. Yeah. Because That's really important for people that are in a certain demographic, like the older senior community, people that are alone, people that don't have family. Even my own mom, like when she was still alive. Yeah. You know, she was home alone a lot. She didn't have anybody to really talk to or hang out with. And that leads to a lot of deterioration of people. Yes. Because when you don't have somebody that you can just talk to, hang out with, like you you kinda like become like inverted inverted yeah you you retreat into yourself yeah and you know it's important to have somebody that's like hey let's go out and do this or let's hang out or let's talk talk on the phone do whatever yeah and to have that like that that's that's a really great program yeah and the way that the senior companion program works it makes me choke up a little bit
0: yeah the way that the senior companion program works is that the senior that is paired with the other senior so that you have the companion and the person that needs the companion. Yeah. And they can do anything like whatever the other person needs. So if that's just, you know, come on over and play board games with me three times a week or twice a week or whatever, or get me to come down. And that keeps your mind sharp too. Well, because I'm afraid of coming down to uh, say the activities, like our building is, so active we have so many things very
1: oh
0: i've been there i know (laughs) like we have so many different activities and and things like that and i'll 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 touch on that a little bit later but we have so much stuff going on and some people just they don't know a lot of people so Mm. they don't want to come down or they're afraid that um like we're we're gonna have like a hustle class like, we going to teach people to do the hustle. <laughs> and um, we had like, luau dancers. And some people are like, well, I don't know how to do that. And they feel silly. Yeah. And so they're like, well, I don't, I don't feel comfortable going down there. Oh, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to play this. Or, you know, we had, like, a, a pinochle tournament. And oh, I don't know how to play pinochle. I don't, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to knit. I don't know how to crochet. So they just stay in their apartment. And the, the purpose of the companion is to come down with them. Yes. and have them have someone there that is going to make it like well encourage them to get yeah, the hell out like of their apartment going out with a friend you but, know yeah, you don't want to go out alone them, you want to go yeah, out with somebody to, that you can you know, talk to and, and it builds and hang them up and helps and, them out yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. It, that program specifically is is really is near to my heart um because it's also a branch off of the foster grandparents yeah. um so one of my grandmas was a foster grandparent my other grandma she was a senior companion. So this this program has been in my life pretty much my whole life. So I see the difference, you know, as I was growing up, I saw the difference that it made.
1: Yeah. I and
0: I think that it's I'm really excited to see where this is gonna go because now that it's kinda started, you see the little you know, the little wheels moving yeah. and so many more people i feel yeah. like it is, it so is many more people it's
2: coming. It's a lot i would say for me it's a lot of work but i enjoy the work yeah. yeah you know because it's on the side that yes they are with each other and helping each other and socializing but it's also on the side too that i need to make sure that they get their stipend their right, gas right. mileage yeah. so so much going before i was there there were two residents already in the program that shauna and the office were yeah. assisting and sending their paperwork and stuff over yeah so it wasn't like i brought the program there it was already technically there yeah. it just wasn't it just as, needed that kick in the butt well it didn't, <laughs> yeah it didn't
0: have it a base yeah, yeah. It's kind of well, like we, we gave it a home base
1: like yeah. what i like about this topic is like a lot of people, when they think about property management and things, they don't think about all of these different aspects of it. And you know, what we have in single family, what we don't have, what you have in community management for the senior, uh, kind of community that you have. A lot of people don't think about these things, but there are, there's so many things that go into property management that nobody thinks about. So I think talking about like this kind of issue, kind of can open up the topics the, yeah, for the other communities difference. and things to yeah. possibly bring in programs like this yeah or apply for programs like this yeah so yeah. Uh, that's why like i i really like this topic today is because it's going to bring that awareness to other people that maybe may not know about this even yeah. if you are in the industry like we are
0: yeah yeah well yeah absolutely because like when i came to the property i mean i knew these things existed besides service coordinators. I didn't know that they existed. <laughs> so, like I knew about like focus hope and like food distributions yeah. and things like that. But again, like my grandmother was a foster grandparent. She was a low income senior. She went to her senior uh senior center and she would get commodities and, and things like that. She was a low income senior. So she got a lot of these same services. So when I came to my property, I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm familiar with this. Yeah, I'm familiar with that cheese. I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm familiar with that can that just I, says beef. I, I, I <laughs> would, I would say that the
2: cheese now is isn't as good as no, back it's then. not. It's
0: not <laughs> not at all. But like you know, I'm like okay, I under, I know where this is coming from. Yeah, like that all made sense. But when I was able to actually meet the service coordinators and be like, what exactly is like, what do what you is, do? What what, is yeah, this? what is it that you do? Yeah. Not that you, I'm, I'm just curious. And they're like, well, oh, well, we do this and it. we do that. We do this, and we're like, holy shit, that's right. <laughs> <And, crazy."> you <laughs> know, and
2: some of the the biggest things there are some things that I see that really touches my heart is we also deal with people that have issues as far as their apartment not being properly clean, hoarding. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, hoarding is the hardest thing because I have some residents like that and it's just like I'm offering them resources. I'm setting things up for them and they don't call. They don't they don't show up. And, you know, that that in itself kind of lets me know that they have some other issues that they need to be referred for additional support services.
1: Yeah, Yeah. And we've seen a lot of those hoarding issues in single family. Where they where we don't have those resources to point them in the direction for help. Like it's just just not something we do. We just have to say, you know, you got to clean this up. This isn't allowed. You know, this or that. And because it is a a major, hoarding is a major health concern for people. You know, it's also a mental disease. Yeah. typically One hundred percent stems from something else. Yeah, and we don't have anything to point people in the right direction to get the help that they need. Yeah. But so we are just, like, in the boat of clean it up or you're in trouble. Yeah, or you're going to get evicted and you're going to be homeless. Yeah. Because that's what you – that's going to help
0: you sleep at night. Yeah, and, yeah. I
1: mean, we have, own, you know, some owners that are just like, you know, that no, we're not going to evict them. This is just – I already know about this. This is how they are, whatever. Right. But then we have others that are like, no, I want these people out They're destroying the place. But you got to think that that is a – like that's a disorder yes it just is. just like many other things like that's a disorder and you know somebody might just need some help yeah that, that helping hand which is what you do Melanie, yes is helping with that whole coordinating of getting them what they need or pointing them in the direction of where to go because you know most of the time people don't want to live like that no it's just they feel like they have to or they feel like they need this and You know, there's nobody to help them. So this is just the way it is.
2: Yeah. And it can be difficult to work with them. I've had individuals where they're hoarding, you would think it's a whole bunch of stuff. But then you find out it's like 65 empty boxes. And you're like, you don't need these empty boxes. Just throw them out. And they're like, but no, I need my boxes. You know, so it's kind of like, what do you do? when you have that person it's you know like an emotional
0: attachment yeah to something that you think is just stupid you're like yeah, well, come, just throw yeah away. you don't understand yeah.
1: the reasoning behind it yeah but to them this is what I need this yeah like is we what have I need to do and Melanie,
0: like, yeah Melanie and I have been working with one of our residents and they have a oh, they have a hoarding issue and it's it's been so frustrating Like Melanie said, it's been so frustrating because you try to give them all of the resources and say, hey, I mean, and my assistant manager and I went out as far because we got the city on our backs. We got, you know, registrations are not going to go through because he can't pass inspection. We can't get a HVAC. The, because there's there's no way yeah, to, you get to get to it your rental it's, or your APAC certification or anything yeah we can't get anything so he's like oh I'm gonna you know clean this out I'm gonna get a truck and things like that And it's like okay great I want to help you how can I help you yeah and then that's kind of as far as I can go yeah like yeah. what is it that I can do yeah what and can I do for you
1: that's where we get spelled out like we have right we have to deal with the city certifications yeah. because every rental property requires exactly. a license. Yep. And, and when they go pass, and do that inspection, yeah. you're not gonna pass that inspection. Yep. And then, and I, then I, you know, it so becomes the have... tickets. Mm-hmm. And yep. a lot of people yep. don't know that the owner of the property can get a misdemeanor yep. for not complying with yep. this. So yeah, like I said, they can get a misdemeanor for non compliance. And, and a lot but, of people don't know that. Yeah. And, what people really don't know is that the owner of the property could get a warrant for their arrest because they haven't complied with getting the rental registration done. And by not complying and not getting it done, us not putting that, you know, on the tenant to say, clean this up. Right. Then, you know, an owner can go to jail.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, or the owner of the management company. And who that's the property, the property manager. That's exactly what to, you want. That's because exactly this, want. this has happened. Like uh, the a lot of the properties yeah. in single family management is registered to the owner of the management company. Yes, yeah, true. So the owner of our company has had warrants out yeah. and had to go to before the judge. Had to go in and get fingerprinted. Had to actually go through the process of going to jail and get bonded out. Yeah, because we haven't complied with the rental registration, and sometimes by no most of the time by no fault of our own. Right that these kind of things happen so when we're being hard on a tenant for not complying it's not because you know we're just being mean or we we don't understand right it's that there are major repercussions yeah to not comply
0: well yeah and like that's kind of where i'm at and like you know melanie has been helping me but that's where i'm at with this resident and you know there's there's a lot that goes into a lot of layers that go into, you know, low income housing. A lot of people in the low income housing, you know, they don't drive or they yeah. don't have a driver's license or they don't have access to their information. So this resident specifically, he doesn't drive. So he got a truck. So he could at least empty some of his unit out. But the person who was supposed to be helping him didn't show up. So he's like, Well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. He couldn't even get to step one. Yeah. Because he was relying on other people. Yeah. So my assistant manager and I, we, you know, we're like, okay, I know X, Y, and Z people that are here in the building that drive, mm-hmm. you know, that are able-bodied. Let me see if they will help you. And then we kind of create that sense of community and go yeah. and ask them and say, hey, you know, your neighbor, your neighbor is struggling. Uh, Would you, you know, be they willing need, to they help. Need help? Will you, will you help them? And that's kind of like where, what I can do.
1: Yeah, and where Melanie can pick up and help out with the whole service coordinator part of it. Right, exactly. So, I know we've we've talked a lot about the the heavy stuff and the the things that pull at our heartstrings yeah. because a lot of, a lot of these things like helping people out that we know are in these kind of situations I have dealt with in my own life with my own parents. Yeah. And and it really kind of tugs at my heartstrings, but let's let's kind of transition a little bit. Like, is, it up. Yeah, let's lighten it up a bit. What is Melanie like? What are some of the craziest things you've had to deal with or that you've had to do a in the great? A, like, yeah, give us a great story. Yeah, give us, give us a funny story. I want, I want to, I want to lighten it up. So make me laugh. <laughs>
2: crazy stuff with residents. Yeah, yeah, so, sure. This all ties into like something that happened today with uh, a staff. So this staff came in and asked me for a notebook. And I was like, okay, we have some on this shelf. You can go in this cabinet. They open up the cabinet and they see this bowl of condoms. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. And the
2: staff was like, what are you doing with those? I said, well, I hand them out. So how we hand them out <laughs> to the residents is because seniors is a, a large group where they get STDs and different the things highest, like that. They? I think they are the highest. Aren't they, they are the highest.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, so, I, I have heard that.
2: So plus well, because you count- can't get pregnant no more. <laughs> so the counties actually will give out condoms and service coordinators go to their counties and get them. But in addition to that, they have trainings for us. So there was a training I went to uh about two years ago and it was called Sexy Seniors. And I'm oh like God. I'm I like love I'm it. Sit I can see that. I love it. Bernadette so, hanging and out so, in her nighty. So <laughs> I'm thinking like what's gonna happen so it's the health department and they're talking about the high levels of stds in the senior population yeah. and they're like you guys need to be responsible for giving your people condom and i'm like turning pink <laughs> blushing. and they like have these little condom packets that they're passing out to did us. You teach, did like, they
1: teach you how to put it on a banana? They did not. <laughs> oh, I, I
0: don't okay, think I wanted so to do that. I did mention that my property is very active. I did not mean very sexually active. Yes, but Maybe she did. they are, Melanie. Are well, they very sexually I'm, active? I'm passing I'm passin out condoms. That's why Left and right.
1: Here's I a mean, condom. Here's a condom for I mean, you. Mean, and a that condom that for you. You, a
2: condom. you a See, condom. That's why sometimes you We you're... need to have a sex education class. That'll be in the next well, thing that we We're going to have one at it's all perfect, so that that's perfect. why i love that sometimes the office is so busy because they're coming to pick <laughs> up their supplies i mean I we, we have some um, i love them. that we give them more than just condoms i you think know? you so should have i think you should long. have a
1: swinger class like what or it's like the first
0: but, of the month somebody's taking someone out like of s- but the s
1: classes <laughs> are coming up next <laughs>
0: but the but the classes
2: that, that I was in, all the other service coordinators in, and they had Ziploc bags or like condoms and different jellies and all of that.
1: Oh, and great.
2: while they're talking, all I can do is think about my mother, 70 year old mother with her boyfriend. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh my gosh, she's got the having sex. sex. Going. Oh my god, it's so. So when you got home, did you have to have the talk? Well, you know what? This is this is the funny part. I didn't have the talk, but I did have nightmares thinking about <laughs> her having sex with her boyfriend. Listen. And so the the very next day she comes over my house and she's sitting there on the couch going through stuff in and her baby look at her. No, but look, she leaves and I'm cleaning up and I see this like little makeup bag and I'm like, whose is this? I opened it and it had a whole bunch of condoms in there and she it was, probably all got and it probably come from your but bowl. This is the worst part. And I knew it wasn't mine. I'm like, this is my mama. She left her and I could see her makeup in there and she had condoms. I'm thinking, damn, I knew she was doing that. And, and, and when I pulled out the condoms, they were like Magnum. Oh. <laughs> And they were all like crinkled up. And I'm like, these are old. You like, so what the do I do? dark you ones see. and everything. So, so, so what do I do? I go through Myers, and I didn't want to go through the regular cashier. So I go through the U scan and I'm like swiping real fast, looking around and I brought some new ones. And so I went back. And I threw out the old ones <laughs> and I replaced them all with brand new condoms. Like, right. Did Listen you get mom. her the
1: like ribbed ones and the glow in the dark <laughs> and the flavored I, ones? I flavored ones. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> I didn't because I wanted them to match exactly her. <laughs> and so later on that night, she calls me and she was like, Did you find anything? And I'm like, Yeah. She's like, Don't open it. And I'm thinking, damn, I just replaced her condom. <laughs> and she's gonna and she's gonna know that they're not the same wrinkly old ones <laughs> but i prefer her to be safe
0: right you know. So. Safe
2: su- mom i'm not trying to have a younger brother and all i could think was i'm not ready for a step daddy <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right i feel like the uh... next event you have it's gonna be like a swingers class or (laughs) like setting up your sex swing
0: okay like i want
1: i want this to happen like you know glow is coming up (laughs) so get these seniors over to glow i mean this that's great okay so i'll tell you i'll tell you you i am all for it
0: so we had a bar night Okay, so at, at my property, we're not allowed to serve alcohol or anything like that. But we had yeah, a I know bar. you got that
1: alcohol-free beer.
0: I know. You know what? Whatever. Well, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we do like bar-esque, right? So we got live music. We had bar food, like sliders and stuff like that. We did have non-alcoholic beer for people who wanted to just have the vibe. And we had <laughs> it was like a rock and roll band. Oh my God, these people loved it they loved it they're getting down there dirty just nasty old lady dancing with each other and i'm like no no please stop
1: no please do (laughs) it what do you mean (laughs) stop
0: they're over there just grinding up on each other shoving their boobs and like (laughs) motor boating each i'm like will you stop it. No, I, uh,
1: I am supporting the senior sex life. No. I'm like, no. I'm like, like let them have put sex.
0: Your back. No. I am not, I'm <laughs> not mean,
2: having if, it. If they stop by my office, I got them covered. Yeah, I'm, she's I'm, got the condo. She literally you know, has, them 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 yeah. she has them
0: covered. <laughs> yeah, they're literally covered. I was like, Get your nasty old lady asses <laughs> off of this dance floor. I felt, I really, I did. I felt like a chaperone. Well, see, I'm lo- at like, I'm, a middle I'm school missing dance.
1: Out. Like, <laughs> Single family, we don't, we don't deal with any of this. Like, I, yeah, I like, felt like I don't know if, if I find out about one of my attendant sex lives, I'm like, what the hell is going on, and why am I knowing about this?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> but- so, yeah. So I, no, I felt like a chaperone at like a middle school. I was like, put my arm between, be like, leave room for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Like, so, no, get out of here. Leave room for Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, but that, they're wild. Man. I'm
1: so glad we lightened it <laughs> up here. I am loving the new topic of conversation. So, I'm how,
0: so Melanie, question.
1: Gonna run into these old people at the after hours bar one night.
0: <laughs> probably. Probably. Like, hey. so how, does, how like, because I feel with the, how, as the generations age, they get more frisky. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> they yeah. get a little bit, there. I was really going to say a little bit more modest, but I guess no. not. No, no. <laughs> so like,
1: modest, modesty how, is over. Modesty was meant for when they were younger and I married.
0: I I, I could tell so you. So how do you, like, how, how does a conversation like that even start? Like, well. Because you, I know that you do like an assessment, you ask them like about their doctors, and things like that. Yeah. Like, is, like, is that just, Thrown in there and like it's it's one of those like what's your emergency contact? Are you getting my, down my, on the slug? Like what my, is... my
2: thing is you know I just ask them, are you active? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, you know what I mean? Are you active? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, then I'm like, well, you know, I have supplies, so in case you need anything, you can stop down here. For I want you to be he got safe. you
1: covered.
2: Yeah, I'm like, I want you to be safe.
1: Like I'm gonna donate condoms. I'm I'm bringing you all the different kinds. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the store. I'm gonna get the ribbed ones. I'm gonna get the flavored ones. You're, you're I'm gonna, gonna get the glow in the dark. These seniors the are gonna get you're gonna make the, and have a lot of fun. Uh, you're gonna make the
2: assistant manager blush because she did this morning. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she, my oh, course. I'm gonna she give them like... right to
1: her too. Oh, <laughs> she, she was like, "Oh my
2: god!" I'm like,
0: "What?" I mean,
1: this is gonna be great. Like, I can't we're all wait. adults
0: here. She's like, "But are we?" <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of gross. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's
2: no, there's no shame when they come down. Yeah, you know, it's like they'll come down and they're like, "So how you doing?" I'm like, "What do you need?" Like, no... I'm like, "Come on, step inside. We won't Listen, do this on camera." We're gonna expand but... on
1: this. It's not just gonna be condoms. I'm gonna get you the. I'm gonna get you all the things. I'm gonna, get you, get you, I'm gonna donate a sex swing. I don't know where I'm gonna get it. I don't know where I'm that's gonna, gonna, gonna donate go. It. So the thing is, somebody is is better have an extra that. room. That
0: is gonna be a hazard. If, okay.
1: Listen, somebody might break a hip, but they're going to have a good time doing it.
0: All right. So in conventional housing, I will tell you the story. <laughs> I don't know how this turned into a sex story, but whatever. So, we lighten it up. <laughs> <laughs> re- resident sex stories, not old people. But we once had a house uh, that caught on fire. Well, I have a story. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know wanna... this story? No, was it from the candles?
1: I have a story to share. <laughs> And the single family, but yeah, so it's on. a
0: single single family house. It was th- like a higher end, um, upper class sort of rental and it caught fire one night. <sighs> the resident called to let us house. know that it caught fire. We're like, Oh my god. So we go out, you know, the fire marshal was already there. We go out to take pictures and it turns out that the cause of the fire was candles in their basement sex dungeon <laughs> See, this is
1: what i'm saying that they need lit, some extra they stuff <laughs> they lit i'm not
0: surprised their house on
2: fire fire they say the roof the roof the roof is on fire <laughs> well, I,
0: don't know. I mean i don't i don't know if they like I don't know. I don't know if they just like elbowed it. I'm gonna hope that they just elbowed it and it like No, they
1: it did hot elbow. That was the
2: They were trying to pour the wax.
1: Oh, and, yes, and that's it it. Probably it was, too,
2: it was probably
0: hot and then they dropped Ooh, it. I don't know. so good so, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I can't I think about that story. And somebody burned down my rental house <laughs> with their sex dungeon okay i don't want to know what kind of hip trauma is going to come to my old people if you get them a sex swing that's not happening
1: listen i will get the handicap accessible one i don't know what to say but we'll get some straps for it a little buckle
0: it's fine a little buckle
1: a safety harness it it'll work out it'll work out it's fine it's fine so i just feel like they need I, I feel like they need this, and <laughs> I feel like being it's always saying and it as
2: I say YOLO. You only live once. Exactly. exactly. Thank you. Why not? Why not? Let
1: them have fun. Instead of let them have cake, let them have fun. Let them have. fun. Yes. <laughs> um. So I have a story in the single family industry. <laughs> okay. So now we're on sex stories, guys. I don't. We got here because.
0: Because old people yes. be having and sex. And this, this
1: is great. Mine is not like old people because different industries but i had a maintenance guy that went out to a property (laughs) shauna you i'm sure you have heard the story and um i won't say any names but if you guys listen you know who i'm talking about um so he went out to this property to go do like some general maintenance that needed to be done or he's meeting an inspector i don't really remember what he was doing there he was just and as he's going to leave the tenant comes out and he's like, "Hey," and I guys like, "What's up?" He's like, "You like to have fun?" <laughs> uh, he's like, "What do you mean?" And I, listen, I may be getting the like the wording wrong in this, but <laughs> this is the premise, people. This is what happened. Um, so he's like, "What do you mean?" He's like,
0: "You know, offer, what I mean. yeah,
1: yeah. You know what he's offering him." You know what he's offering. Him. So he walks up. He, you know, he's like, "Oh, I didn't hear you. Uh, what'd you say?" He's like, "Do you like to have fun?" And Would he's like, like, "What do you mean?" H- and He offers him a. I'm not going to say what, but it ends with job. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: he offered him a job. He's like, "No, sir. I'm job. already so they're,
1: employed. They're gainfully employed <laughs> and married. Um, offered him a mm, job." and he's like no i'm good man and left one <laughs> of my favorite stories from one of my maintenance guys that yeah. met with one of my tenants i mean y- you live your best life you go <laughs> and you do whatever you want to do but i i don't recommend that with that particular tenant if this well, tenant ended up ever listening to this you know who you are yeah. but um feel ashamed <laughs> <laughs> I mean, feel ashamed that he said no, but you know, try again, try again. But um, it, it was one of the funniest things I ever heard when he came back and he's like, Your tenant, man. I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. My tenants, man.
0: Lasha, Lasha, and I always say every You're gonna time. Gonna get some condoms. <laughs> Lasha, and I always say every time our tenants are acting up, their her tenant. Like, what's going on with your tenant over here? Your tenant. It's like children. Every time they're bad, they're oh, somebody yeah. else's kids. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm like, oh. every time
1: they misbehave, yep. I don't even work there. I don't even know <laughs> what you're talking about.
0: Oh, okay, Melanie. Besides the kind the sex stories.
1: <laughs> I feel like we should continue about the sex <laughs> stories.
2: I don't think I, get... I have too much left with them. <laughs> all
0: right, they had other... sex. It was done. That's yeah. all Melanie has. It was quick. And... <laughs> So what other sort of cloud of smoke like, came
1: out when they were done? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, Go on. What kind of challenges do you face like with the residents besides like. I don't know, I guess just like normal challenges that, that people would think of. So we have like, <laughs> you know, like your sexy condom stories, like what other sort of challenges do you face with the residents?
2: Um, One of the biggest things, too, as far as the not listening even though you know even though i'm Preach. acting in their best interest you know i could tell that person hey you could stay in your place if you would remove those 62 empty boxes up against the wall <laughs> right and they're like no but i need them and i'm thinking you so don't. you're going to choose these boxes these boxes over your house that you're going to be living in them yeah, yeah. <laughs> they might have to put them all together and make one big box condo <laughs> you're not thinking about <laughs> You Living know. better than cash. But I think, you know, listening but also finding that balance of look, I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life. I'm just trying to assist you in making sure you meet your daily goals, you know, yeah. as far as taking care of your health, taking care of your home and your household. So it's a uh, sometimes a balance, you know, or wordplay kind of to get them to Move over to that direction.
1: Yeah, do what you need them to do. Yeah, to, to do what they you like, know comply you with whatever do. you're trying to do. Yeah,
2: that's the yeah. hardest part. And two, I
1: have been there.
2: Yeah, you know that another issue is hygiene issue, so uh, that's a difficult one for me to bring up to someone.
0: Is that it because it's you don't want to embarrass them, or be, I feel I could, I could see that that is a so hard conversation. It's a hard with somebody, and for me. Because, like unsanitary, you know, bad hygiene smells that get into other people's units, like that is a lease violation. Yeah. So I have to come up with it tactfully how I'm going to talk to them and say things to them.
1: And that's not so an easy not, thing to it's say. Not, like, what am I going to do? Put not. this in a See, letter. With,
0: but I feel like sometimes, and like Melanie, you like tell me like what you think, but I feel like. It's really difficult cuz you don't want to embarrass them. But not everybody's definition of clean is the same. Yeah. So for me that's what makes it most challenging. Yeah.
2: It's it's like I had a case today where two residents came to me about another resident that had a hygiene issue and I knew part of what they were saying was true. And they're like, "Could you please speak to this person?" And I'm thinking, how am I going to address this person? Because he's a very sensitive type of person. And what I had remembered is like a week or so before he had talked about how his side was itching and everything. So I called to do a welfare check on him. And I asked him, I said, how is that health related issue you're having with your skin? And he was like, it's getting better. I said, well, I said, have you been bathing recently, like showering, taking baths, and things like that, because that can lessen the inflammation, information, inflammation. And it, say, like, how about using some Epsom salt right. to help soothe you? So I'm using that yeah. to get him to, you know, get better hygiene. It's like trying to come around that circle, and so he wasn't offended because yeah. I was like, look. If you want this that help to you. get better, then you need to take showers, you know, uh, quite, at least twice a day, you know. Right. So that's something I had to do today, you know. But it was that he was having an odor. Some residents noticed it in the community room. They were complaining. And I thought, what could I use to engage him and let him know that, you know, he needs to clean
0: yeah plain better yeah yeah
2: that's
1: see that's something that i never never would have have to deal with in my my industry because i mean i barely ever see my right like a lot of what we do is you know electronic and every once in a while a tenant might come into my office to pay rent but we like even paying rent is electronic it's very like rare that somebody comes in to even pay rent because, you know, everybody knows you have a portal. This hands is where you off, pay your yeah. rent. We we don't really see people because yeah. we work out of the office. And we're not on site like you guys. Are. Yeah. So we don't see people like that. And, you know, we're not like we're in their lives, but we're hands off of yeah. their lives. So you guys are in their lives and hands on because you are on site. So I like that is. One of the huge differences be- between what we do.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, and I don't. I don't necessarily think that it's a bad thing. Sometimes I miss being.
1: I was gonna. Site. I was gonna say, like. Uh, Sometimes I miss being be off site. Well,
0: I'll, I don't necessarily think that it's being on site that bothers me. I think what it is is arguing with seventy-year-old women, because you know my grandma lived with me. I took care of my grandma until yeah. she passed away. And every single time one of these ladies gets catty with me, it feels like I'm arguing Listen, with my grandma. Listen, I <laughs> was going to say, like,
1: you could respond to them like you would respond to Granny. Like, <laughs> Granny, uh, oh. she would smack you in the face. yeah she uh, would. Like, hopefully your tenants don't do that. No, like, they don't. You can't don't. respond to them like you would Granny. But
0: uh, with my residence, I realized that, like, when I first got there, I didn't want to be me.
1: Well, you, you never, never want to
0: be yeah mean. you never want to be mean so it's i was like oh, okay well i'm just the gonna inevitability. be super yeah super nice and i don't really want to bring this up and you know maybe if it happens again then i'll say something and then you quickly realize nope can't do that <laughs> well i mean there's the times where
1: you try and be nice but then you're like you, sometimes you kind of shoot yourself in the foot because yeah. you kind of set that precedence where This is like, I'm going to be a pushover and I'm going to let you do whatever you want to do because I was like super nice and really relaxed about whatever the issue might be. And that's why in my industry, like I set the precedence right away because I've been through it. I've been like, like what, 10 years, 11 years in this industry. Yeah. So I know now that if I don't set it up, like set the precedence right away. With people, of uh, this is how it is that they're gonna think. Well, next time I just walk all over them. I'll be like, I'm "Yeah, gonna do what I want." There's, there's, you definitely
2: have to set it up in the beginning. When I yeah. came to the site, I came from a background where I was a service coordinator first, but I went into management for three years. And due to just changes in life, I decided to come back to it. And after being out of buildings for three years actually coming back and i had to let the residents know in the beginning i'm here to help you yeah okay and my goal is to assist you i'm not going to do it for you Mm -hmm. i feel like they should be able to handle and manage things on their own because the more i do for them the less they do for themselves and they begin to deteriorate yeah so it's finding that balance in between helping but not harming them at the same yep
1: yeah, we I was going to I was going to say that same thing when you were saying that, that like you got to find that balance between what is help and what is hindering them. Because like I like i mentioned with my with my mom myself, like with her mental capacity, like towards the end, um, there were times where the more you did for them the less they could do for themselves
0: the less capable they thought they were.
1: And Mm -hmm. like, and like, that was heartbreaking for me. Yeah. And my, and what happened with everything with my own mom. And so I could see that happening with the seniors who you work with. Yeah, Like if you do too much or you take too much control, they become dependent. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can, I can definitely see that happening because I've been through it. Yeah, Yeah.
2: And it's getting them, to do things on their own, for instance, a big part of my job is actually transportation, helping them set up transportation. I make them come down with their doctor's information and everything, and I actually will call the SMART system and I make them talk to the person and tell them the date, the the time, and the address. I don't do it for them, I make them do it. And they're like, can you do it? And I'm like, no. You're capable of doing this. You can use my phone. I put the phone on speakerphone, so in the event that I do need to step in and redirect, I do, but I let them do it themselves.
1: See, I like that because you're setting them up for success, and like, like, like we said, like it can. I don't think a lot of people realize that when when people get older, it's very easy for them to deteriorate. if you do everything for them so you as their service coordinator kind of helping them walking them through it but not holding their hand the entire time and doing it all for them like that is like part of your job is making sure they can still be independent because they are living independently like you do you're independent living you're not assisted living yeah so having somebody like you that can help them maintain that independence really important and i applaud you for that
0: yeah absolutely and i think that the goal of your program is to ensure that people can stay independent for as long as possible
2: yes that is the goal is we want them to age in place gracefully yeah a lot of times it costs the government more money to put them in a higher level of care than to help them stay in their home so actually the service coordination program is actually a cheaper way for them to keep
0: people aging in place. Well, I definitely appreciate it. I can say that for sure. But we're gonna have to wrap it up. We got the five finger countdown. <laughs> All right. Well Melanie, thank you so much for yes, being on you. the we episode appreciate today. You so much. Yeah, You're welcome. And we'll definitely have you on again. All right. All right. Thanks guys. Thanks. All right.